Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. It's National Boyfriend's Day. Well, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean? Folks, ready for a show? It's showtime! Well, I'm a little sad that you don't get to celebrate Boyfriend's Day anymore since you married your boyfriend. Oh, that's true. This time last year, I still would have... Yeah. Well, I guess... Yeah. I guess still would have... Or... See, I, I you said... Were still, you were friends all these well, years. Well, when did we get engaged? In July. I said, okay. listen, we had, we had dated weirdly in between the time we went to college and the time we got married. It didn't Weirdly. really pan out. Weirdly dated. Yeah, probably not a good idea at that time. So I said to him, I, I'm not going to date you again. I would marry you, but I'm oh. not going to date you. So he so says, there was hold really, my beer. Yeah, well, all right. Here's a ring. <laughs> well, well, at least that is to say, I, I hope you aren't sending out any cards today on no. Boyfriend Day. I know we'd sure like to get you two together. Again, it would be nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> when when do you even see each other next? Um, you know, he was going to come up in October. He was. I don't but know then that that might came pan- up. Yeah, I don't know that that might pan out now. Uh, so maybe Thanksgiving time. What? <laughs> my wife headed out on a work retreat yesterday. She's back Thursday, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to miss you." Oh, see, you're doing Bachelor Week. Uh, yeah, like, I am. What does what does Bachelor Week meal time look like? Because I mean, you not that you can't cook, right? But I know that sometimes you might eat a little differently. Oh, yeah. With things that she might not like. Is it pizza every single day? No. But uh, so last night, uh, I got a friend. uh, We get together, you know, maybe once every three, four months. And so I thought, well, there's an opportunity. Hey, what do you, you got a roast in the oven? Let's go. (laughs) Let's go to the Spicer Legion. Okay. See you there at 530, which was fun. They played uh, digital horse racing and pig racing. A little cartoonish pigs, you know, and oh, then if, kind if of you're, fun. oh yeah. man, the crowd was going crazy. Oh no, number eight, number eight. Oh, yeah. listen, you laughed when I said I'm going to play bingo uh, with my mom. That was intense. I would go to the horse race. It was a digitally. big night. <laughs> So my wife called last night. She, and she asked, well, what did, did you eat leftovers? Then we had a lot of leftovers to eat. No, Brad and I went out. Okay, good. So uh, I promised, because uh, we had a really good roast on Sunday and that'll make like a a carnitas or something. I can make oh, yeah. a little something. I, I promised I wouldn't eat out every meal while she yeah. was gone. I batched it for a, a while there. Yeah. 16 years ago. <laughs> I made a lot of hot dishes because you can extend those. I bet you did, yeah. Oh, I love a good leftover. <laughs> oh, four meals at least out of that. It's a great day with Q102. Uh, we had a very big road trip last week, and my wife and me, and it was awesome. I drove at least 90% of the time. I offered, I said, do you want to drive? She goes, well, I can if, if you're tired or you don't want to. I'm like, well, I'm fine. I just want to know if you want to drive. And she says, really, I, I don't. She probably, well, I know. Say, coming back from Rapid City to Mitchell. That should be, that's a four-hour drive. I'm going to stop and see Mom as a little break. She's slept at least three of the four hours. Oh, she did. See, I don't know if I could sleep while Alex was driving. <laughs> I know what you're and not, and not because he would have a good sense of direction. I've come to terms now that I might be a little bit of a control freak, uh-huh. but a nice one. Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not like constantly nitpicking, but I, I don't know that I could sleep 
for fear that we might miss a turn or an exit. And at yes. least if I'm awake to know it, then I, I don't know what would happen. But I, in my brain, I just have to, to know things. Funny you should mention that again. She's at a conference. I hope she's not hearing this. But yeah, part of it, I don't want to sleep because she did then offer to drive from Mitchell back here to Wilmer, uh-huh. which is, I don't know, three and a half. And so as we're heading up... I-29, because we're going to go through Montevideo to pick up the dogs. Mm-hmm. I can tell. She's on cruise, about to blast by the exit. I go, <laughs> this is the exit. Oh, okay. To blast by. I can picture it. Yeah. yeah. So then we get up to the top, and like, well, Minnesota is to the right. No, she turns on her left blinker. I'm like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? Where would we have ended up? Canada. Yeah. <laughs> if, I wasn't, if I was sleeping, she's not a bad driver, but there is something about the direction something. and the... See, you ruined the road trip. She was going to surprise you. And all of a sudden, oh, honey, I brought yeah. our passports. Now we're in Canada. We were going to go to you Winnipeg. wake up in another country. Go fishing or something. <laughs> that could happen. Facebook.com slash your morning. So Teresa, my significant other, does the driving. He really l- he doesn't like it, but I have a tendency to fall asleep in the car. So there's that. Well, well, that's probably a safe bet then to fine. let him drive. If you're the passenger, Teresa, that's okay. Pat, husband wants control. He's a school bus driver. I just let him win, and I've lost some of my eyesight. Well, some of it is practical. Yeah. Because uh, Ron mentioned his wife has trouble with night vision, so obviously that's just practicality. Heather does the driving. She gets car sick unless she's behind the wheel. I get that, too. Mm-hmm. There's something real about that. Alex is very put together, if you will. Yeah. Work from home. He has his slacks on, shirt slacks. tucked in. Uh, yeah. I'm like, you're at home. What are you doing? There's something that happens to him behind the wheel of a car where he turns into a madman, though. So <laughs> yes, go, I can under Yeah, I can understand the getting car sick in the passenger seat when you have a driver like him. He would get to where we're going and be okay with the directions. But maybe that's where a little bit of that control freak where mm. I start to, to kind of grip the handles mm-hmm. of the car door and maybe he gets it, like maybe slow down a little bit. Don't be a madman in your khakis over there in the driver's <laughs> in your, seat. <laughs> yeah, I, well, you're going to be really imposing when you get out to shake your fist at other drivers there with your pleated khakis. <laughs> Facebook.com slash your morning show. We want to hear from you as always today on Q102. Rise and shine. Don't know what I do without them. They're awesome. Mornings on Q102. Big day today as the playoffs begin in Major League Baseball for the Twins. That means they'll be trying to end an 18-game losing streak in the postseason, the longest in major professional sports history. What? Doesn't matter the sport. It's the longest losing streak in the playoffs in professional sports history. They're going to try and end that today to play Toronto (laughs) in the series today. Pablo Lopez will pitch uh, for the Twins. First pitch at 3.38 and not a minute before or after. Wow. So if you say 3.30, people might, you know, they come wandering in. Yeah, that's right. But 3.38 sounds like, oh man, that's... It gets their attention. we got to do that. That's right. They uh, think yeah. you're just kind of estimating if you say it's 3.30. Right. Ah, it's at 3.30. Yes. Okay, so that means it's around then. Uh-huh. You say 3.38, they know. Yes. <laughs> you mean business. <laughs> I can't understand. I, the last concert we went to, uh, the Doobie Brothers up in Wade Park, uh-huh. started at, uh, whatever, 7. People are rolling in at 7.20. You uh-huh. paid money for these tickets. What are I you know. doing? I've never I been a late arriver. Before. 
Yeah, those people, I bet, are just constantly late for everything. That's just how they roll. There's a TikToker. I've been saving this. This is perfect timing. Claim that she struggles from time blindness. So that's her. Well, we're going to hear from her to see what (laughs) she means by time blindness. And we're going to see how irritated I can get before one hour of the show has even cleared. (laughs) See, it's annoying to me, but I am a person who, if it said 3.30, a game is different because I want to be there for the warm-ups. I want to see them. You know, like, I I enjoy the game. I don't dislike sports. So I want to be there for all the things. But for for something else, for a meeting, if it says 3.30, I'm not going to be super early, but I'm certainly not going to be there past 3.31. It's going to be right on time. Yeah, I've been hanging (laughs) on to this for the right moment. I saw a TikToker called Chaotic Philosopher claiming that she struggles from time blindness. She's constantly tardy and has trouble places on time. It's not her fault. I'm time blind. Blind. No, I don't know what that means, but it is your fault. <laughs> well, it is definitely your fault. I'll let her try and explain what she means. So I'm applying to go somewhere, and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job. I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time. Yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. <laughs> what? How about that? What? The real world of adulting. You get her on time or find another gig or make your own gig. <laughs> It is just, it's rude to be late. And I I laugh because the show that I was on prior to this, my co-host was very much like, if you're not 20 minutes early, you're late. And so Mm. we would agree to be, okay, we're going to meet for this event at, say, 2 o'clock. So about 1.30, he would call me. Hey, I just, uh, are you on your way? Yeah, it's (laughs) 1.30. We said 2. He's like, oh, okay, well, I just, I'm like, I have never been late, but I am also going to be there at probably 159 because we said two. Yeah. The commenters then were not very sympathetic of chaotic well, philosophers' good. time blindness. Here's one. Someone clearly stepped foot in the real world for the first time that day and realized she wasn't cut out for it. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> well, and it, it just shows rudeness that your schedule is more important than everybody oh. else's when you're late. That's that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Get me right? started on that. Uh, here's another comment. I'll accept time blindness if you agree to accept payroll blindness. It only seems fair. Like I, oh, this isn't what I okay. should be paid. Get there. You got to be there at 7. You better get out the door right now. Rise and shine. Don't know what I do without them. They're awesome. Mornings on Q102. Uh-oh. Somebody's going on a Christmas tour already announced just yesterday. a tough crowd here this morning. I know. We do. Is it weird that there are songs that I hear and a couple times later I'm already sick of them? I never in 40 yes. years of my life, and I know it hasn't been out for all 40 years, but I haven't gotten sick I, of that one. Rep, I, no, I don't get tired of this one. Apparently nobody does because it is the top-selling holiday song by a female artist, Mariah Carey, in case you didn't know that. 
I'll get to the top-selling one in a moment, but uh, she's doing 13 cities, Highland and L.A., California, Denver, Kansas City, might be about as close as we get here, Hmm. Chicago, Toronto, Montreal, Detroit, Boston, Philly, Baltimore, and New York. So yeah, she's the top-selling female artist. I thought she was the that was the top-selling of all, but I may have forgotten this one. Bing Crosby. That's the number one. Are you getting a little misty over there? No, I'm just I'm thinking. But when we start getting an early snow and people go, who did this? Someone's going to yeah. say, well, back on October 3rd, yep. uh, Tim and Laura were playing Christmas songs. Not in their entirety, just little snippets. It doesn't count. At the office today. The Dagon Q102 Morning Show was playing Christmas music today. <laughs> Slamers in the snow. That'll be it now until December 21st. Okay. Well, maybe a little, a little earlier. Okay, a little earlier than that. <laughs> Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. I came upon a list of the uh, top 10 one-hit wonders. According to USA Today, I'm a little wary of this list because they don't include Kaja Goo Goo. Too shy. Remember that one? Too shy, too shy, shy. That's because it's my favorite band name, Kaja Goo Goo. And there were several, like Tub Thumping by Chumba Wumba. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I get That's knocked awesome. down. Eagle Eye Cherry, Save Tonight. But one of them on the list, it wasn't number one. It's a Minnesota artist. And he comes from Owatonna, who's uh, the nickname of the town Owatonna is Owl City. Do you remember this? Owl City was uh, basically Adam Young. Graduated from Owatonna High School, worked for a Coca-Cola packing company, and made up melodies in his head to pass the time while working. And then he'd record them in his parents' basement, and one of them became a huge hit. A one-hit wonder. Yeah. For Owatonna's Adam Young, Owl City, on Q102. Because my dreams are bursting at the seams. Minnesota's own. Owl City, who is Adam Young, with Fireflies, uh, listed on USA Today as one of the top one-hit wonders. And then you, never knowing what is in your sponge. Yeah, I mean, I never know either, honestly. (laughs) And ask me something that I should know, I'll forget it. But just random things. When you said him, I said, there's some connection with Taylor Swift from a long, long time ago. And then I did some digging, and now it's all coming back to me. So from her Speak Now album, and I don't know if it appears the same way in the Speak Now Taylor's version, the lyric oh, booklet, you know, inside the album, sure. that she even capitalized the letters A-D-A-M because the Enchanted song was, I guess, written about... They they met briefly, yeah. never dated, but there was something where she kind of liked him, yeah. and when the word Enchanted became the song because of something else. I don't, I don't know the rest of the story. I did, yeah. Well, when you mentioned that, I looked it up here on Pop Buzz. It is said to be about Owl City's Adam Young, the Enchanted song. She encountered a guy, got, had a little crush. They met briefly in New York, it says. Hmm. Taylor said, I remember the whole time on the way home thinking, I hope he's not in love with somebody. Aww. 
She also says she incorporated the word wonderstruck into the enchanted lyrics because Adam messaged her back saying, sorry, I was so quiet. I was wonderstruck by meeting you. Oh. And she were oh, isn't that kind of sweet? I know. I mean, I, I think her and Travis Kelsey are going to live happily ever after, but <laughs> if they don't... What's that? What's old Adam up yeah. to these days, huh? Adam, he's still single or what? Look at that a fascinating fact from deep within your sponge today. Now, <laughs> Taylor now don't Swift. ask me anything yeah. else. She's got another tie to Minnesota here. Okay, we have a couple of celebrity birthdays. Another musician that you will be for very familiar with, Gwen Stefani, oh. turning 54. I actually watched some of The Voice last night. I'm not a big fan of Reba, but she was actually kind of cute and and charming on the show. Gwen, uh, she got a team member or two. You know, am I going to watch it every Monday now? No, but happy birthday, Gwen. And then Sean William Scott. You might go, oh, yeah, I know that name. American Pie Stifler. He is 47. And he from Minnesota? I don't know. I think he? he is. Wow. Look, at, look at all these ties. Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Born. Look at your yeah. useless knowledge. Well, look I at that. <laughs> Happy birthday from Q102. Your sports with Todd Bergan. Twins. After all, they haven't won a playoff game since 2004. 18 straight losses. Oh. They haven't won a series since 2002. Yeah. Uh, so they'll try against Toronto. Game one of the best of three all games hosted at Target Field this afternoon at 338 and 12 seconds. I, th- I throw that. <laughs> Wait, you added the I know. 12 seconds. I threw that in because I figured there's no way they can start right at the right time. Well. After all, the starting pitcher has the final word. Oh, that, so oh. he could hold on to the ball a little bit longer if he wanted really? to. Really, yeah. even with the, the the pitch clock and all of that. Well, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's different now. Yeah. That's for sure, <laughs> for dramatic suspense, like no, that's it's right. on yeah. my time. I'm holding the ball. I used to like that, so I was a starting pitcher for many years. Yeah. And I like the fact that nothing happens till I decide. But uh, oh, now, yeah. now it's the clock deciding, and I'm still kind of torn about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monday Night Football. The Seahawks uh, shrank the Giants twenty-four to three. The final score. I gotta write. I don't think I've heard that one. Well, it's the Giants. It's the Giants. Oh, they shrank. shrank That was good. That was good. See, okay, because you know I know shellacked. Yeah, uh, gave him a beat down. Right, blanked. Yeah, uh, Yeah. throttled, throttled, (laughs) clubbed. (laughs) There's so many. That's why we love you, Todd. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. I've gone two hours of the show, and I keep forgetting to check my Powerball numbers. I didn't even check Saturday night yet. You could be a millionaire. Uh, yeah. And I mean, nobody won the big, big jackpot, no. so you're not a billionaire, but you could be a millionaire, and you don't even know. I know. And just think of that. Well, there I wasted two hours where I could have been home celebrating. So Saturday night, eh, I matched one-digit I had two sets of numbers. One digit. That's nothing. Last night, same. One digit out and of two sets. not the Powerball either. No Powerball. That's worth nothing. You had a dream. Yeah, that I did not win the... I, I don't have... I have realistic dreams. They're never, oh, you just won the lottery. No, my dream was I matched three numbers, not the Powerball. <laughs> yeah. Does that win anything? Or you're supposed to dream big. Well, no, I, I don't. I did find the chart here now on payouts okay. and odds by matching three and not the Powerball. 
That would have been $7 for you, Laura. Wow, that's a, what a dreamer you are. I mean, like I said, a realistic dreamer, and in real life, though, I don't even hit that many, so, Now, three numbers plus the Powerball, it jumps up to $100. That'd be kind of exciting. I would go for that. I'll go for anything but losing, which is what I normally do, or, like last night, I forgot to buy a ticket, so... The last two games before Saturday... I had won $4 each game by getting mm. just the Powerball. That's what you get, $4. But now, I, look at this. If you just get the Powerball, you get $4. This says if you get a digit and the Powerball, $4. It seems like you'd oh. get a little more, wouldn't you? You've matched. At least six. You've right. Ten something, seven. Uh, why is that the same? <laughs> I cry foul. Get the lottery <laughs> right the commission company. on the line for me. <laughs> It's so much fun to listen to. Mornings on Q102. Rolling down the road with Q102s, which what I did, uh, well, both out to the Black Hills. I did most of the driving just because my wife doesn't really want to. She actually commented on our Facebook page about <laughs> I see that. <laughs> Tim drives while I take a lovely nap. <laughs> and that's so true. I wish that I could do that, but I, I'm too much of a control freak of just having to know, mm-hmm. even if I don't chime in, because I see, I see Sierra has commented. She said, my hubby usually does the driving. I usually navigate and backseat drive. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he loves that, yes. Sierra. See, I may not even say anything, but in my mind, I'm making sure, yep, this matches up with the route that we're supposed to be taking. Okay. And... Uh, I I can't sleep during a road trip, even if I'm in the passenger seat. Well, clearly my wife is uh, up now, and she's got a work conference up in northern Minnesota. I was hoping she didn't hear earlier. (laughs) She did decide to take a leg from Mitchell, South Dakota, my hometown, up to Montevideo, where our dogs were being boarded. At the turnoff of I-29, I can tell she's on cruise control at 80. We're going to go right by. I'm like, oh, this is our exit. Oh, okay. And then at the top of the exit now, Minnesota would be to our right, the east. <laughs> she's got her left blinker. I'm like, where are you, where are you going? We're going to end up in the Northwest Territory of Canada if you keep she going north of She was seeing if you were paying attention. Yeah, that's it. And you, and you passed the test. There you go. <laughs> uh, and incidentally, her friend and mine who commented, that's uh, Colleen. We know them. A top fan, her husband, drives for a few reasons. Colleen says, I don't like to drive with him. He says, go north, and that's all I get. I want to know right. I thought it was you who commented on that. That must have been my wife, too. Don't tell me north, east, west. Tell me right or left. Right. Yeah, I, I guess if I know where I am, I could do the north-south or go get in the eastbound exit. Lane. Like, I could do that if I knew and was familiar with the roads yeah. in, the, in the place. But if I'm in a new place, I probably would need, you know, seconds, light, turn right. I would need those yeah. kind of directions. Lene might have to uh, get a hold of my wife, too. They could be pals. She says, okay. I drive on most of our trips most of the time. I love to drive. And here's the kicker. I'm more <laughs> calm in traffic. <laughs> mm. uh, I got a little uncalm this morning again. We, I know. We connect on video. The first thing he says, well, how was your day two back drive? How's day two? Oh, the stoplight. <laughs> That's all I needed to know. I was like, well, it's been a good one. First street and trot by the fire department there in the speedway. They must have repro. Leave it alone. Don't reprogram it. 
Because normally, in, especially in the early morning hours, it's weight censored. Sensed when I come upon it, uh, I can feel where the sensor is. There's a little clunk clunk. And the light changes immediately. This morning, mm-hmm. I pull up. I sat for 30 seconds. A car's coming from the east towards first. I think, well, they'll at least trip it now if it didn't work for me. We both sat another minute. No cars going north or south. We're sitting there looking at each other, putting our hands in the air. Are we going to go? So then did you did you both just go? We, did oh, you, we were the saying, wave to each other like I, we, we're we in this together yeah, and now yeah. we're going. Uh, you going to go? Uh, should I go? No, you go. I'll go. And then it finally it was I swear two minutes, which does in the scheme of things. But that could have had me to the radio station. And I'm still sitting at this like, why you got to go changing the programming on these things? Because they, <laughs> they heard the I traffic, was back. <laughs> yeah, the traffic light knew yeah. that you had a nice calm vacation and said, all right, let's rile this uh-huh. guy up. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, it is all about me after all, I know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's got a, a cool vibe there from Jelly Roll. Calls himself a multi-genre artist. Uh, kind of first more country, wasn't he? Before would, kind of this pop crossover. Eh. Although, look, at, I know you shouldn't judge a book yeah, by its cover. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. But picture that he walks into the, the big recording studio. Yeah. I don't know that they would take a look at him and go, oh, you must be here to see the country department nice. right down the hall, third yeah. door on the right. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's a look, all right. But I do, I like that vibe. He'll be at WeFest, which is decidedly a country music festival here in Minnesota, up at Detroit Lakes. That's next August. But I see he'll be at uh, Sioux Falls, if you can't wait that long. Hey! Uh, that's at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. I've not been there, but it looks like a, a, a very nice venue. Uh, there are not a ton of tickets left, but there's some. You know, anywhere from uh, 140 up to, uh, you want front row? 775. Oh, I no. thought it'd be more like a thousand, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> what a deal. Get yourself. <laughs> you better get two. Get front row seats. You want a little coffee with your jelly roll? Eight out of ten coffee drinkers say. That uh, thinking of the first coffee actually motivates them to get out of bed in the in the morning. That's, I could see that. It's not, Just but I got to work to make money to live. No, I got to get up and get my coffee. Just there's something about, especially if you're doing a hot coffee in the morning, that sense of just warmth. And it, yeah. for me, honestly, it could be hot water and creamer. It could be hot chocolate. I tend to do coffee, yeah. but not really for the, oh, I need to wake up. So I need that caffeine boost. It's more just, oh, this is going to be warm and creamy and sweet. Like caress the cup like, yeah. like you see in the commercials where you're. Yeah, that's what I do. Cold. I'm just like a, a coffee uh-huh, commercial uh-huh. in the morning. Oh, is this lovely. <laughs> coffee commercial. Not that everything's going crazy and crashing around me <laughs> probably best. is more like oh what is that the <laughs> what did the cat knock over <laughs> waking up is laura and her cat uh, <laughs> and it's not coincidental that this is coming out in the fall like you said especially when you get into those cooler temps getting up mm-hmm. and having that warm coffee this survey also found that if we had to choose between coffee or social media most would not give up that coffee yeah, I, w- I think we've said before, I could do away with social media. I just do it for work purposes, but uh, other than that. 
I take the coffee, hands down. If I have to admit, I could get rid because I, I mean, I it's a vehicle for caffeine for me. I don't care. I could get rid of the coffee. I have a little bit of an addiction that just last night, while my wife is gone, we'd normally be together, maybe watching a show, playing with the dog. But just me, I'm like, I got to stop this doom scroll. Scrolling, just scroll and scroll and scroll. Videos. And doesn't it seem like sometimes, oh, I've just been doing this for a couple minutes, and that it's like 50 minutes, an hour, hour and a half of just wasted time. I'm Tim. I know I have a doom scroll problem. Hello, Tim. First step is admitting. (laughs) So there you go. I got to work on that. Justin Bieber, who uh, at one point, uh, he and Haley considered buying a lake home on Lake Minnetonka. Now, you might not be familiar, Laura, on the western suburbs of the cities, Lake Minnetonka. Ah, uh, you don't live there cheaply. Oh, imagine. so I was picturing like a little little cottage, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe not even outdoor, you know, indoor plumbing. So they have a mm-hmm. rustic feel when they go to their cabin. That's not what you're saying yeah. that they would be looking at. Oh, got, okay. got it as a fixer upper for 50k. No, in fact, okay. I once took a boat tour on Lake Minnetonka, and they're telling us all of the homes of whatever uh, huge corporation CEOs and football players and actors, and and uh, one of them was for sale, the tour director said that house just sold for $2 million and they're going to mow it down to build a new one. Basically, it was a $2 million lot. It ain't one world when it comes to Justin and Haley looking for a summer home. Ultimately, they did not purchase a Lake Minnetonka home. I'm sorry to hear that. But we've had a lot of ties to Minnesota today. When you mentioned Sean William Scott's birthday, Stifler. (laughs) He was born in, uh, was it Cottage Grove or Oak Grove? Cottage Grove, I believe. Again, a Twin Cities metro. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about Owl City, who is Adam Young from Owatonna. Uh, He's mentioned as a top one-hit wonder in USA Today. Well, I have another one for you here. I wasn't born and raised in Minnesota. I've been here for... 40 years. Do this math. Oh. Well, no. I mean, between going to college here, then I was away for a few. So I, I've <laughs> probably lived in Minnesota for 35 years, but I wasn't born here. So what I do know is I-90, Interstate 90, is the longest stretch of interstate from Seattle to Boston. And okay. that runs through Minnesota and Wisconsin. But they, when they finished the, uh, the, the stretch of road... It was actually at Lesur, Minnesota, which is almost straight south of Mankato. So right in the middle of Minnesota. I don't know if that's like the halfway point, sort of like the old railroad transcontinental. You know, then they met in the middle and they drove a golden spike. <laughs> the completion of I-90 is down by Lesur. I guess they've got a placard there. This is where the longest stretch of interstate was finished. And there used to be a golden stripe across I-90. That through construction times, whatever, kind of went away. Well, the Minnesota Department of Transportation says they're putting it back. They've Mm -hmm. put panels down. They look like gold. And so eastbound lanes in July were already done. They'll stripe the westbound lanes in 2024 to bring back that sort of golden spike uh, nod to the completion of I-90. So there was no functionality to this. Just this was... 
So the people that had to sit in construction traffic for this to go back in were probably like, are you kidding me? You go Just there. Just because? <laughs> what? Why? So to recognize the... <laughs> Is this highway ever done, really? Let's be honest. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.